Welcome to China Manufacturing Decoded from Sophist, the podcast where we take you through the major news and topics facing importers and manufacturers in China and Asia today. Hello and welcome back to China Manufacturing Decoded. I'm Adrian from the Sophist team and I'm joined by our CEO Renaud Angerin as ever. Renaud, hi. Hey, hi and hi everybody. So this is actually not an episode number. This is a bonus podcast. It's our first ever bonus podcast, actually. And so it's going to be a little bit shorter than normal. And the reason for doing it is because the COVID situation in China is uh, certainly causing some effects to supply chains. And because we're on the ground in China, I'd like to just get into you a little bit about what's going on right now at the time of recording at the end of February. 2022, and how this might be affecting supply chains, transportation, and all the rest of it. So recently, you posted on LinkedIn, Renault, um, kind of like a, a short list of some major cities where there's definitely manufacturing that are affected. Now, my understanding is that list has grown, hasn't it? Yeah, fortunately, it has grown in areas where there's not much production for export. Right. That's the good news. So uh, basically, and this is as of 24 February in the morning. Now, cities have areas that are labeled high risk. So it's basically very much, you know, cut from the rest of China. Uh, mm. People that are in these areas, in, in the specific districts in these cities, ca- cannot move around freely. So one is uh, Hohot City in Inner Mongolia. And one is, let me see, Huludao in uh, Liaoning. So uh, one is, uh, you know, north-north and one is uh, northeast, uh, you know, all the way at the north. There's mm-hmm. very little manufacturing for export there. Um, and the rest of these cities is considered medium risk. This is just uh, some districts uh, that are, you know, um, where, where the, the, the epidemic is... Um, is 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 uh, is raging a bit more than uh, than they, they can really tolerate uh, and then that, mm. that's earned them the high risk label and then there's a number of areas that are medium risk and well there's okay some of them i can list them out and then we we can just sort of cross them because i guess not many Uh, our listeners have any manufacturing there. So some of them are in Yunnan, you know, Honghe, uh, Wengshan, Zhuang. Uh, pa, 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 pa. Let me see. Uh, some are in Inner Mongolia. So Hohot, as I mentioned, the rest of the city and uh, Baotou. Um, and then some are in Heilongjiang. So that's also very far in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. GC. Uh, okay, so yeah, also uh, Huluda, also Liaoning, as I mentioned before, the, the, you know, some other areas of the city are medium risk. Um, okay, all of that, again, not much manufacturing. Now, what the listeners are maybe wondering is what about, you know, the, 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 the big cities, big manufacturing cities, and there's, there's two of them, actually, yeah, more than two. There's actually four of them. Mm. that are kind of scary. Uh, so if you are into consumer goods and uh, especially high-tech products, 
Well, Shenzhen and Suzhou. Yes, Shenzhen in Guangdong and Suzhou in Jiangsu, close to Shanghai. Um, these two areas, these two cities have medium risk areas. Okay. And that is starting slowly to have an impact in Suzhou more than in Shenzhen so far, it seems. Um, so some, some, so for example, in Shen, in, uh, sorry, in Suzhou, in the SIP, you know, the, that big Singapore uh, industrial park, which mm. is a huge area, a huge um, uh, area for manufacturing and also a residential area and office area and so on. Um, it's been basically cut from the rest of Suzhou for like a week now. And there's a lot of very high tech, very, very high tech foreign owned manufacturing going on there. Um, so that had to slow down and it's impacting some of their downstream suppliers. Uh, it, it's not not predominantly consumer goods. Uh, it's more industrial, uh, um, high-tech goods, um, of course, a very wide range, but yeah, not predominantly consumer. And well, it seems to be getting better uh, and we would expect them over time to get out of this list. Then there's Shenzhen, which is, I don't have the numbers, but you know, might be the number one manufacturing base of uh, uh, products that are exported in uh, in value. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we have an office in in Futian district, which is really at the, the center of um, of Shenzhen, and there's a lot of testing of people. You know, again, it's very it's it's micro targeted. You know, they, they try to do it in a smart way, they micro target, but you know, people are kind of tired of, of being tested all the time, mm. um, and and it's affecting, of course, all of this is affecting the ability of people to travel within China. Right. So if you're in Shenzhen, uh, you have a star uh, that's showing up on your QR code. And when you go to other places, well, there's, there's places that will require you to, to do two weeks quarantine. And it's not, and, and you need to check where you're going with the government before going there because every city kind of has their own policy. Some of them is two weeks in a hotel. Some of them is two weeks at home. Some of them is like uh, two weeks in a hotel plus one week at home. But you kind of can you can go out, but you still need to be tested a lot, and so on and so forth. Okay, I see there's four of them. So I went through uh, Suzhou. I went over um, uh, Shenzhen. There's Wuhan. Yeah, poor them. Uh, that's where it, mm. it kind of started. Um, and it's it is back in Wuhan. It's been back in Wuhan for uh, for some time now, and they're in a mid risk area. And there is there is manufacturing there, a lot of automotive manufacturing, mm. and same thing with Chengdu. So that's the the fourth one that I had on my list that might impact some of our listeners. There's a lot of manufacturing uh, of automotive parts in Chengdu. Uh, so um, yeah, that, and also some high tech products. I mean, yeah, Apple has some manufacturing there, for example, right? So Ch- Chengdu might might impact a lot of companies directly or indirectly. Perhaps more than Wuhan. I'm not really sure about that. I don't have statistics, but that's kind of my gut feel. 
So that mm. yeah, that's that's the rundown for for the situation, uh, and you got to be aware that with with the, the current you see of after zero COVID cases, uh, you know, and 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 that policy is not changing soon. Let's be clear about that. That policy is not changing soon. So, uh, if or I should say, perhaps it's more of a matter of when it gets out of hand in a city. What are they going to do? Well, they might do what they did in February of 2019. Oh, well, no, sorry, was it 2020? Yeah, 2020. Um, when China basically locked down the entire country for, for several weeks. Mm. Uh, you know, and... Uh, oh, no, wait a minute. No, it was, sorry, it was about 60 million people in and around Wuhan. Uh, but also there's a lot of places like, you know, a facility in Dongguan, for example, had to stay closed after yeah. Chinese New Year for a little while, and we needed to um, to, to to implement a lot of um, measures to to be authorized to reopen. Well, the same thing might happen to to your suppliers' factories or your own factories, mm-hmm. right? When things get out of hand, because I, I I just can't see how they can keep going like that and and always um, always keep it under control. Uh, the, 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 mm. there's probably a time in a place where it will go out of control. With Omicron, certainly, yeah. I mean, uh, wider points that perhaps we don't go into on this occasion are China's vaccination policy and you know the, the effectiveness of vaccines that they've had and, uh, and also uh, an interesting one, actually, which I will mention, is when you talk about controlling this, is um, cargo coming in and out of China as well? Because um, I shared a, a, a post with you earlier on from the Financial Review, and reading this one, it was about um, the concern of Omicron coming in through cargo ships, and actually that China has uh, tightened quarantine requirements for a lot of vessels, which uh, affects the supply chain even further. But because they are so concerned that Omicron's been coming in. On you know on cargo on packages and and on the um, on on the actual seamen themselves when they've been on on the ships and I, and I don't know if I'm entirely correct in this but my understanding is that if if they find any cases amongst all the um, people crewing the ships it's a mandatory two week quarantine and they also demand that the ships coming in have got I think four to five weeks with no cases before they can even mm you know, attempt to come into China to, to to port, presumably. So, you know, we're talking about weeks and weeks and weeks of delays. I was just saying to you before we started recording, you know, does this mean there are big sort of queues of, of vessels just sort of moored offshore waiting to, to, to get to the right sort of uh, number of weeks so they can be allowed to come into port? So, so certainly this control that you're talking about, it, it's having a big effect on supply chains. Can I ask a question, though, about um, the restrictions per area and per city? So have we seen any issues so far when we're sending auditors, inspectors, uh, uh, you know, and other staff around the country then? Have have they been impacted? So far, less than 1% of inspections have been Im- impacted in 2022. Okay. So that's the good news. 
However, you know, for example, in this case, let's take Shenzhen. Let's say we have auditors in Shenzhen and in Dongguan, and they mm. go to factory as well. These days, we try not to send the Dongguan people to Shenzhen factories or the Shenzhen people to Dongguan factories because the people mm. from Shenzhen, well, in Dongguan, nobody wants to receive them. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay, forget it because they have a star and so on. Okay. The, the, the factories are not very happy to see that. Mm. And then, well, if we have someone with a certain competency in Dongguan and we need to send them to Shenzhen, uh, the problem is that when they come back to Shenzhen, they will have the star also. So they will also not really be welcome even to go to a factory uh, next door to where they live. You know? mm. So th- there's a lot of readjustments, um, certain things where we have to do um, off-site sort of auditing jobs, you know, just confirming things. Mm. Okay, we have something, so maybe someone on-site checking what, what they can check and then there's a few things they cannot check then we use um we, we, we do an off-site um, job with a video call or or simply reviewing documents and photos and videos after the fact uh, mm-hmm. by someone who has the necessary competency so we, we have to be a little bit more flexible right but the so far i would say the impact has been pretty minimal Right. Well, that's good to know, but it is a situation that we need to keep an eye on because it just changes so quickly, as you've said. And if they do get a big outbreak, that's going to lead to some pretty serious curbs uh, in 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 the area, maybe even, you know, vast parts of the country. And, and it's a big place. So, yeah, that's the reason for recording this today. Um, if you're listening and you're wondering, hang on, off-sites, you know, off-site services, off-site inspections, things like this, what are those? I will leave some links in the show notes for this uh, bonus episode so you can have a look at them because this is something that we've implemented at Sophie's, you know, since the pandemic, I guess, I guess kind of um, pre-pandemic as well in, in some ways as well, because it's, it, it has its use regardless. And so they're definitely innovative solutions to this particular issue. So yeah, definitely have a look at those. Yeah, so so that that brings you up to date with the whole uh, COVID situation in in China. Thanks for sharing that, Renaud. All right, welcome. We'll be back as normal next week. Uh, But until then, Renaud, thanks for joining me and thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks again for listening to this podcast brought to you by the Sophie's Group. We're on a mission to provide you with everything you need to manufacture effectively in Asia, including inspections, auditing, new product development support, contract manufacturing, 3PL warehousing and fulfilment, and much, much more across Asia's key manufacturing areas. Visit us at sofeast.com, that's S-O-F-E-A-S-T dot to learn more and get help. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please do rate, review and share because it will really help others discover us too.